Welcome to Origin Gate. This is Wisdom's Echo with your thought for the day. And my name is Lindy Masters. Today I'm going to speak on Isaiah 26 and verse 3. In the world that we live in at the moment, and because of social media, many times we look at what's going on around us and we uh, think that it's never been this bad before. It's never been this terrible. The world is awful and it's going to end. We're at the end. And it really, really, it isn't. Um, there have been worse times, worse situations, and worse things going on on the face of the earth than, than we are currently experiencing, depending, obviously, which part of the world you live in. But I want to speak today from Isaiah 26 and verse 3. And speaking about Yahweh, he said, You will keep in perfect peace those whose mind is stayed on you because you trust in him or you trust in me. So you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in me. I'm using the these and the thous is because um, it's just the translation I looked at. And, you know, we're at a place where we need Yahweh to keep us in perfect peace. We need to be in a place of shalom in the times that we live in, in the things that are going on around us. So I want to break it down and have a look at how we would be found in perfect peace. Many times when I would find myself in a turmoil or in need of help in my time of trouble, people would sort of throw scriptures at me and and they were unhelpful. It was unhelpful to have someone, don't worry, just put your mind on Jesus. He'll look after you. And it, it was unhelpful. I needed more than that. I needed more than someone just throwing a scripture at me um, and and not being able to apply it, not being able to understand how to make that work. How did that look? What did it mean? And I remember when I was widowed the first, at first, uh, I had a problem with my roof because I have monkeys that run on my roof. We have a monkey issue in, in this place where I'm living in Durban, South Africa, semi-tropical. They are protected and we have many wild monkeys. And they run along the perimeter of my roof to get from house to house. These troops as they wake up in the morning and they run through the neighborhood looking for food. Um, not necessarily in our houses, but, you know, foraging in the bushes and foraging in the trees. And the pathway that they would run, depending on whether they were in a hurry or they were being chased by another male monkey, they would unhook my tiles on my roof. And then they did that. And I had a wee gap. And then when it rained... It leaked down the plastic in the roof and down my walls. And I remember saying to someone, oh, I have such a problem with, you know, leaking because of the monkeys. I need help. And they said, well, don't worry. Jesus uh, will be your husband. Jesus is your husband now. He'll look after you. And I remember thinking, what is that supposed to mean? I know what the scripture says, but what is that supposed to mean? How is Jesus as my husband going to stop the leaking in my roof? If he could step out of heaven, respectfully, sir, and fix the leak in my roof, that would be awesome. And really what I wanted was someone who came to me, that's what Jesus is, the husband looks like, and helped me to fix the roof. That, that did happen and someone did help me. But we we sometimes throw scripture around glibly and ne- not necessarily know how to apply it in such a way that it has practical application and actually settles within my heart and within my spirit so that I can use it. And And I'm saying to you today, do not worry if your mind is stayed on him, regardless of what is going on around you on the face of the earth, what's going on in countries around us where there's wars and rumors of wars and there are uh, earthquakes and, and there are terrible things going on and volcanoes exploding and, and animals are dying and we think, God, it can't get any worse than this. And if we go into one more lockdown, we can't handle it. 
it. It's terrible. The world's never been this terrible. And it really is not true. Um, but it's because we've allowed the shalom, the peace of Yahweh to leave. So let us have a look at the scripture and break it down so that it can become applicable. So it becomes something that I can actually do something with. You will keep in perfect peace the he whose mind is stayed on him. So the word you will keep is nasar. Nasar is to keep secret, to blockade, to guard, and to watch. So what does that look like, to keep secret, to guard, to watch? He will blockade me. He will guard me, and he will watch me and keep me keep me safe from the things that are around me. He will guard me and blockade me from the stuff that I'm looking at or that's that's running around me and that's making me panic. He will guard me from this. So he will keep and guard me in perfect peace, shalom, which is a shinalamedavavanamim, shalom. So what is shalom? Completeness, soundness, health, prosperity, and tranquility. He will keep me in perfect shalom, completeness, soundness, health. Health? Shalom is health, prosperity, and tranquility. So when I am kept by him, he guards me. He watches me. He blockades me in perfect completeness and soundness, in health, in prosperity, and in tranquility. Those whose mind yet said, so Yatsad means a, a form, a purpose, imagination, an impulse, the mind that I have, the my impulses, my imagination, that, that part of me, that the thinking part of me is my mind. And you know that that's the playground. That's the place where a lot of stuff can happen. That's a lot of areas in our life where we panic, where we, we will think about stuff and it becomes our reality, causes us to panic, and then things are not great. So... We need him to keep us in perfect peace where? In our mind, where our mind is stayed on him. We've got to take captive the thoughts of our mind. I used to always look at it like taking a, a duck around the throat and smacking it around going, listen to me, you thoughts. I'm taking you captive into the knowledge of Christ. Stop it. And I, or I'd speak in tongues. If, if my mind was, was running away from me and, and thinking crazy things, I'd start speaking in tongues. It was the only way I could keep my mind in perfect peace. I could get rid of the thought by filling it with something else. So he will keep me, blockade me, guard me and watch me in completeness, in soundness, in health, prosperity and tranquility. When my mind imagination impulses the form of who I am is stayed and that word stayed is samak. Samak is <clears throat> to lean upon, to rest upon, to support or to lean against. I love that. So, so when I, my mind is stayed, when the purposes and imagination and form of who I am, it leans and supports itself onto and rests on him. I'm coming into the place of shalom. So you've got to take your mind, your purposes, your imagination and lean them. Or get them be, to be supported by him. Now, <clears throat> you will keep me in perfect peace. His mind is stayed on him. Why? Because he trusts in you. Now, the word trust, I am loving this word. I found it the other day and I was like, what? So the word trust is batach. Batach is such a fabulous word. It's a bait. Um, and so bait is the house. 
the house of Yahweh or the house or the house of who I am, whose mind is stayed on thee. And I just love looking at <clears throat> this word. I love looking at what it means. A tet and a chet. So a beta tet and a chet. The house or the family that is surrounded and brought into a place of separation is like a wall around it. So when I trust in him, it's like my, my being of who I am is brought into a place where it is surrounded and separated. Why? Because I trust in him. So the trust is to completely bring myself to a place of refuge and confidence. Why? Because I'm surrounded and separated by him. Why? Because in the beginning it said, when he keeps me, he puts me in secret, blockades, guards, and watches me. Why? Because I have trusted in him. I have put myself, my house, my personhood into that place of being surrounded and separated by him. But, Betacha found another translation in the Greek, which means to throw oneself down upon his face. Oh, my word. I love that. I have been ministering on this for a while now to throw oneself down upon his face which means you know if you've ever seen kiddies movies and I have grandchildren and found myself the other day watching a kiddies show and the kids weren't in the room and I sat there watching it till the end like a like a cartoon thinking I can't actually believe I sat here and watched the cartoon and there wasn't a child in the room and in this cartoon this particular cartoon character had a starfish that landed on his face so his whole face was covered by a starfish. And I and I looked at that and I went, mm, that's what batach means, to throw oneself down upon a fa- his face, which means I am the starfish that has thrown myself upon Yahweh's face like a starfish. So when I look for him and he looks for me, he can't help but notice me because why? I have thrown myself upon his face just like a starfish, stuck on him. And then what am I doing? I'm breathing in his breath as he breathes out. I go, as he breathes in, I go, and we become one. Batach, trust. That's what trust is, to throw yourself upon his face like a starfish and say, Yahweh, I'm right here and I've thrown myself upon your face. So if I look at it again, he will keep and blockade and guard me in shalom, completeness, soundness, in health and prosperity and tranquility when my mind, imagination, and my purpose leans on and supports itself right into him because I have thrown myself upon his face in sure confidence. So he will keep me in perfect peace when I take my mind captive and throw my whole mind, my thoughts into his face, I hold on to him. And then I am in a place of complete shelter in him. So when he's keeping me, he's guarding me, he's blockading me in the shalom because I've taken my imagination. And you know what it's like, family, when you start to think about things and you think this could not get any worse and you go down the rabbit hole, you read something and then it takes you to something else and eventually you've watched every worst case scenario. Please write to me if when you are on the internet you find best scenarios. You never do. They're always the worst case scenario. And so 
when I do that, I'm not kept blockaded or guarded because I haven't kept my heart in shalom and my mind away from going down the worst case scenario. So take those ca- those thoughts captive. Stop doing that because we call that being operation operational below the sun and go above the cacophony of the noise of the, the morality of man because the morality of man, although it sounds great, really does carry a frequency. And that frequency is a frequency of death. It is not a frequency from heaven. It's a frequency of man. You know, secular humanism is preach preach goodness without any God attached to it. There is no morality that has a God attached to it. It is the morality as we see fit. Well, you know that that morality is a morality that carries a stench of death. It carries a stench of corruption on it because it's below the fallen line of, of Satan and Lucifer as they fell. And so when I'm constantly delving into that part, my mind cannot be stayed on him because I am immediately divulging myself into the panic into the stuff that's going on below that area below the sun. So I need to keep and blockade and guard myself in perfect shalom and peace and prosperity and bring my mind into that place. Bring my mind into that place of shalom. And what do I do with my mind? I stay it. I lean it. I rest it. And I support into you, Yahweh. Why? Because I have thrown myself like a starfish upon your face to find refuge and to find sure confidence in who you are. And it's in this place, family, that you will find perfect peace, where you will be able to take captive the thoughts of your mind to make sure you do not come to a place of panic, to make sure that you are in a place where you are not looking at what's going on around you and being in in complete turmoil. Why? Because you take your mind. And you throw and lean it upon Yahweh. And then you trust him. I throw myself on you. And I breathe in the breath of heaven. I breathe in your breath. And the shalom of God comes and it keeps and rules and guards and garrisons your heart. And begins to put you into a place of guarding and watching you. So that you're always in a place of peace. We must be like he is our refuge We must be in a place of refuge. We must find refuge in him. And then others can find refuge under our wings in our and be sheltered under our place of refuge as a voice speaking and saying, come on, we're not going to do this. We're not going to speak this. We're not going to go there. We're going to be a place of refuge just like he is. And how can I be a place of refuge for those who are in turmoil? Because I am batach, throwing myself upon your face to find refuge and confidence in you and who you are. And in that place, my mind, my imagination comes into a place of prosperity and tranquility and it's completely rested and supported in you because you guard me, you watch over me, and you keep me in perfect peace. And then I, in a place of peace, can bring peace to others as well. That is our job, not just to find myself in peace, to find my kids in peace, to bring my family into peace and to bring my community into a place of peace because I have found it myself in the Yod in Yahweh. So today I want to encourage you to just to find perfect peace when you stay your mind upon him and you batach him. Throw yourself upon his face and breathe in his breath. Shalom, shalom to you and to your family today.